0: Be good. Ha
1: <laughs> <laughs> ha Howdy friends, welcome to the Monkey Tooth Podcast. This is Andrew coming to you from Costa Rica. I'm currently sitting on a beach. You'll hear waves. You may hear tropical birds. I know how annoying that can be when it's winter time everywhere else and some asshole is showing you pictures of the beach or you're hearing him record a podcast. From a beach, but if it's any consolation, one of these tropical birds uh, took a dump right on my back the moment I stepped out of the van this morning. First, first moments. So hopefully that gives you some consolation as you may or may not be sitting somewhere cold listening to this. Um, we have a great episode for you today with three very interesting people Flavi, Sabine, and Oren. Uh, two of them are from Israel. One of them is from originally Argentina and now lives in Spain. They are performers. They're circus performers. They're athletes. They are movement enthusiasts. Um, I'll let them speak for themselves, but they, uh, they fascinated me. And I knew nothing about what they were up to. And it was cool to hear, hear about that sort of stuff. Uh, circus performing you know teaching people yoga and how to do handstands and that sort of stuff it's it's cool uh they were tired it was honestly it wasn't that late but they really liked their sleep uh it was uh they asked me to keep it brief like within a half hour I, I got 45 minutes out of them uh so it's not a very long episode but uh And in the morning, I wanted to get a picture of the three of them, but one of them slept in. So don't let uh, their need for sleep fool you. When they are awake, they make good use of their time. (laughs) But uh, I only got a good picture of Flavi and Oren, if you want to see photos of them, on our website, mtp.dog, you can see that. Um, And you can find links to everything we talked about in this uh, this episode. Uh, Their Facebook pages, Instagram, websites, all that sort of stuff. And uh, Oren actually has a really cool YouTube channel where you can you can learn how to do all this crazy stuff like handstands and interesting movement with your body. Um, they're all very passionate about what they're up to. Um, yeah, it, it was interesting, and uh, I want to want to say that the fact that we talked to two Israelis and a uh, Argentinian slash Spaniard, and not any Nicaraguans for this podcast. Uh, While in Nicaragua, it has nothing to do with how much we liked and enjoyed Nicaraguans. It has everything to do with the fact that our Spanish sucks, and uh, we just didn't meet a lot of English-speaking people. And there is, on top of that, a level of suspicion and fear in Nicaragua at the moment that really... When we did meet English-speaking people, uh, there was a reluctance to talk about things that we wanted to talk about, specifically, you know, uh, what's going on in that country uh, as it relates to the government and uh, free speech and freedoms, liberty, all that sort of thing. Um, it's under attack. It's it's a heavy time right now for Nicaraguans, and our, our heart goes out to them for... Uh, the fear that they're having to deal with um we we heard really heavy heavy stuff that is just got to stay off the record for safety for the literal safety of the people we we spoke with we're uh, we're really hoping to meet with this journalist in costa rica who's currently uh in exile from from nicaragua we, we don't know i can't i can't promise that that's going to happen but uh at any rate, we're uh, we're fortunate that we have the podcast that we have for you today. We met them at the the zero hour, the the day before we ended up leaving Nicaragua. We met these three fascinating people and talked about upbeat and fun stuff. Um, yeah, we're we're fortunate. We're very fortunate. And if you live in a country where you can criticize your government, you are also fortunate, like me. I wrote a fairly, I don't know. Scathing Yelp review of my country's involvement in the wars in Nicaragua, Nicaragua and uh, El Salvador, all over Latin America. Frankly, and uh, the fact that I'm free to do that without fear of um, repercussions is something I'm very grateful for, and it's it's one of the things I do uh, like about my country. And uh, I, I just heard a great quote that I can't remember exactly. Uh, i think al franken said it and my friend dan peraro um paraphrased it so i'm going to poorly paraphrase two different people but it's best that you love your country like an adult not the way a child loves its mommy i kind of like that adults are honest and they understand that we're flawed and that our countries are flawed and that everybody's flawed but that love comes from a real place whereas a child's love is obviously Somewhat unconditional and, uh, you know, ignorant to, um, to even the concept of flaw, much less being able to visualize them. So yeah, love your country like an adult, because, uh, there are a lot of good things about it, but it's, it's worth keeping an eye on. Oh, that's a scarlet macaw. Hopefully he doesn't shit on me, because he's enormous. Wow. Big, beautiful parrot bird. Okay. Enough of this ram I hope you're doing fun and interesting things out there. I hope you're enjoying this free podcast that you don't have to worry about someone asking you for money to enjoy. It's just free. We don't give a shit if you leave a review. We don't care if you uh, feel like supporting it. You're just, you're just going to get it. It's just free. Oh, wow, this bird. Yeah, enjoy it and if you want to say anything about it feel free to write a review if that is your thing or send us an email at mtp.dog forward slash contact until next time do fun and interesting things so i'm sitting in uh nicaragua the island of Ometepe with my three new friends, and we're going to talk about circus performing. Is that the proper way to put it? How, how actually? So, I'll start again. We're going to talk about uh, the project that the three of you are involved in, uh, and the art of dance and performing and entertainment uh, as it relates to the circus. Is that a good way to put it?
2: Mm, yeah, in a way. I mean, I'm. I'm more. Uh, into like the collective um term of movement okay. and maybe circus and performance. See if one is more ready to do maybe flaving more into circus and mm-hmm. aerials.
1: All right, so the the name of the troupe, the the circus troupe that you you two have founded, is that correct? Or is it the three of you have founded? Uh the, the circus the the, the, the troupe the, that you guys are involved the in. The Mhm. <laughs>
3: The name is Momentum Collective. Mm -hmm. It's a group of um, consciousness and circus training, gathering. Uh, And this time we create uh, a show together and just train and live together, eat together, sleep together. Together. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And is it something that you do every year? Is it like a, um, a monthly thing or is it?
3: It's once a year. This one, it's every year in the mm-hmm. last five years
1: okay and did you two start it is it is it your project
3: it's not our project okay. it's belong to um three founders from australia and canada that okay. they created that project and it's all over it's in guatemala uh, indonesia and oh. um, nicaragua yeah and basically those places that's very cool
1: Yeah, So I've got three people here and we've got very little time. Everybody's tired. It's the end of the day. One of you has hiked a volcano. The other two, I don't know what you did all day, but it's been a busy day. So I want to get like, it's new to me. I'm not a dancer. I'm not a performer. Um, I have a great appreciation for it, for the art, but I, I don't understand it totally. I don't know how much of it is art, how much of it is dancing, how much of it is Uh, storytelling there's so much involved in uh, and the aspect of it being related to the circus as people uh, I was talking to Flavi earlier about people of my generation associate the circus with like elephants and tigers and you know lots of people with not so many teeth in the parking lot hustling you it's got weird associations for for people my age so your age group is doing something interesting with the circus I think and bringing in consciousness and movement and all this very intentional stuff, so if, uh, maybe if the th- three of you each maybe explain why you're interested in this and 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 what, wh- what why do you care why do you care to be involved in in this uh, this art of acrobatics and circus and performance, flavi
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah, as I told you before, I would call it more like a contemporary circus because it's not like a, the circus that you just say. It's not with animals or no. This is like very a very old thing. <laughs> yes, it's an old thing exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, I'm twenty-eight and I know about it. I mean, mm-hmm. this is this was my my idea of circus when I was a child as well. Um. When I got involved in Momentum, I didn't really know. I mean, I was interested more in the circus stuff, but we were doing also yoga, uh, meditation, uh, living in community. And it was very interesting, and it was also intense. But to me, the best part of the whole thing and circus and living in community was the people i met there so yeah so more of a community thing than just mm, like yeah more yeah because i never lived in community before mm-hmm. so that was pretty new uh, to me but it was it was very nice
1: and were you yeah. involved in like athletic type things were you a performer a dancer uh, did you do a lot of yoga did you do acrobatics or any of that
0: uh, acrobatic I've been doing Lira for the last two years and a half, three years. Mm-hmm. And yeah, when when I went to Momentum, it was because I really want to have a routine, like training every day. Because I wasn't able to do it in the last six months because of I was working in Spain just trying to get some money. Yeah. And I wanted to do like a very, I wanted to be very focused on my thing and mm-hmm. what I wanted to do.
1: And you're, uh, you showed me a couple of videos. You're doing mm-hmm. fire dancing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What, all, what all are you doing?
0: Well, fire dancing, I just started Momentum. Mm-hmm. I, we had a nice friend of us, Will, mm-hmm. who, who showed me, who introduced me in the fire dancing mm-hmm. uh, and I fell in love with the dragon stuff. And yeah, that was my first experience with uh, fire dancing and and I really love it and I want to continue with it. And yeah, I also start with silks.
1: Like the silk ropes yes. suspended from the ceiling and you're mm-hmm. dancing in the mm-hmm. in the ropes.
0: But my main thing it was lira and I love lira so much. <laughs> Can
1: you explain what that is?
0: It's a, a, a hoop. Mm-hmm. Suspended. Mm-hmm. It's a. Um, How do you say? Yeah, no, a rear hoop. Yeah, like a metal and you ring. can. Yeah, and you. Yeah, do acrobatic and dance and movement into the hoop or outside the hoop or on the top or the bottom. <laughs>
1: right. Hopefully okay. not falling to the floor. <laughs>
0: no, that's not. Uh, no, no, that's it's not, not part of, it. of the show. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it could happen. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully mm-hmm. not. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. So, Oren, what are you, um, what are you doing?
2: <coughs> well, for me, it w- I mean, that project was, was one of the. For me, it was one of the the methods uh, to, kind of, fulfill one of my dreams in life. Like I think, one of my dreams evolves around, uh, like 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 uh, Flavi said, around community of movers, like around movement overall. So it can be circus, it can be performance, it can be just training, it could be anything. But uh, for me, like the, what I'm trying to to facilitate in this world, what is my my goal to inspire is just about movement and it can be any type of movement. And um, I, I have a lot of passion into my passion revolves around like being with people who are each comes from different type of movement can be acrobatics, martial arts, um, yoga. Aquatic, it could be anything, and this knowledge sharing and skill share together. So that was one of like a good experience for me to be in a place where everybody, like you know, there are jugglers and the people who are dancers, and you, we all learn from each other in a way. <coughs> so if you know how to dance and you're a dance teacher, you can teach that. And and for me, this is like one of something I'm trying to 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 go for in my life to be like uh, in an environment of movers. And to see how I can bring that quality of movement into every step of my life. And, and momentum was, was part of that in a way.
1: So are you interested in performing or do you perform or you're strictly looking to, to teach and share skills?
2: Yes, yeah, so actually, I think in, in our world of, of movement, of, of acrobatics, it's either, either you go into the performing, ty- performing route or the teaching route. And I'm in more into teaching, so I don't perform yeah. at all. But I love teaching handstands and um, acrobatics and yeah. acroyoga. And, and I, find, I find that thing like really, um, yeah, a path.
1: Yeah, to share the knowledge and help people yeah. grow and watch them change. And.
2: Yeah, sure. And, and keep learning all the time where we keep, yeah. we keep learning skills in this journey.
1: Why, why do you think, and I, I get why it might be important for you, but why... Do you think it's important to to teach movement to people?
2: That's a good question. I mean, I, I was going around Europe a few years ago and and uh, teaching workshops that I called Monkey Movement, and I really try to to bring that. Uh, I think that as as a Western culture, we're really we went uh, like we really went off the path of what we are evolutionarily built to do, and I really believe that as animals we should use our body in every way we can, which means crawling, climbing, hanging, dancing, uh, playing, um, being like children, no, not just walking and running, but just everything, use our body in every way that it allows us to do. <clears throat> and I feel that it um, pushes us towards better, healthier, happier people. And when I felt that on my body, personally, on my surrounding, on my parents uh, who suffered from cancer, and from, I just saw the the influence of movement, and it doesn't really matter what you do, just do it, just move. And when you change into the mindset of a mover, when you choose in the airport to go on the stairs and not to take the escalator, when you just change to the mindset of how can I move more, not just sit, or or you know wait, then then I think you become healthier happier person and that just spreads in their society. So that's pretty my passion and
1: I'm sold. <laughs> As I sit here with my legs crossed. <laughs> that's great. Um I'll, I'll come back to you. Thanks. Okay. Your turn. Yeah. <laughs> so you um you're a performer, you're a teacher and you're an organizer of this uh, of this particular...
3: I'm the, I was the director of the project. I didn't organize that. Okay. They called me to direct their show. Right.
1: Yeah. So what's your background in all this?
3: Uh, my background is theater studies. Uh, I study in an acting school and circus school and theater dance school for directing and choreographing.
1: In uh, Tel Aviv or where? In Israel. Some was
3: in Tel Aviv, some out of Tel Aviv, but Mm yeah.
1: Where, is that like a thing you started as a kid? You just, you liked dancing and you liked moving
3: around? Since always I like to dance. I I used to do um, acrobatics as a girl, little girl. Um, I went to like acting class um, and just keep going, keep growing and... um, started it more serious m- way more more professional um yeah it started because it was my passion you know and it became a reality it's beautiful yeah
1: you just did a project at um envision and yeah. which is for uh, people listening who don't know maybe tell tell people what envision is do you are you feel qualified to tell <laughs> Here's what Envision was.
3: Envision is, uh, I think, the biggest festival in Central America. Music festival. Um, It's a lot about how you would say
1: art, culture, yeah, culture,
3: spirituality, consciousness, community, communities, um, eco life. Mm -hmm. Mm, Yeah. Age
1: range from like what eighteen to seventy-five. Yeah. Kind of a huge... Everybody. What, there, like, 10,000 people or 8,000 people? I think more. Showed up.
3: Wow. I think 20,000 people.
1: And so you put together a program called Gravity is Optional. Yeah, it was a show. A show.
3: With 21 artists combining different kind of aerial acrobatic, um, music, dance, um, fire, LED, uh, hair hanging, hair, hanging, hair
1: hanging. Hang on a second. Yeah. <laughs> Please explain. Is it as simple as what it sounds like? Is it exactly what I'm picturing Yeah,
3: hair hanging. There was an act that somebody wore was hanging from his hair. Yeah.
1: Smiling. Yeah. Or screaming. <laughs> like Smil- like
3: none. It was poker face. <laughs>
1: poker face. No shit. Yeah. Wow. Okay.
3: Yeah, we we can show you a video. Yeah, I got to see this. You can't yeah. go
1: from having been ignorant of hair hanging to yeah, yeah.
0: Wow. <laughs>
1: now I can almost think of nothing else but. hair hanging. <laughs> okay, so you you did a program with a variety like a variety show, did, like one night or multiple nights, or how long were you there? In the festival, this? it mm-hmm.
3: it was performed for one night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we will. We were working one month for this one night wow. show yeah it was a lot wow. a lot of rehearsals.
1: How long was the show?
3: Uh it was twenty minutes only no twenty one people on twenty minutes Whoa. at invasion. yeah
1: and it when talking about modern circus, mm-hmm. it's hard not to say Cirque du Soleil uh, And I say that because Flavi brought it up earlier. It's not just me, <laughs> but it's hard not to associate that. With what you guys do, is that would that be a fair comparison? It's somewhere in that vein, or are you thinking how fair is it to compare what you do to to well, Cirque du Soleil?
3: Well, last year and this year we had artists from Cirque du Soleil, so it's okay. Like it's similar skills, mm-hmm. but we do something different. We are not Cirque du Soleil. Sure. We are right. we are a group. We do it in a festival, but. Um, and I think Cirque du Soleil, it's, uh, it's more big. Mm-hmm. We do something very, very authentic and small and that express ourselves, mm-hmm. our story, not somebody else. Um, that was the main thing in the show, that everybody can express really the authentic voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, we create together a story um, and fill it up with our own intentions.
1: So the story, I'm thinking of the title, Gravity yeah. is Optional. What what sort of story, What were you trying to tell a lesson? Were you trying to make people laugh? Were you trying to... There was, was kind
3: the? of a lesson, yeah. And The story was a dream. It starts with um, a calling of a girl, a prayer that um, opened up a portal with a lot of... Um, there was like symbolic... Arch- archetype huh? archetypes, archetypes. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah um so we open a portal and different characters came through and different dreams one after another another dream is fogging and coming another dream that's cool from different worlds interesting different dimensions yeah
1: is this can people watch this did you record it
3: yeah we yeah. have everything filmed and actually we did even a documentary
1: really oh on the making of the, the yeah so that's cool so yeah. it's all up online ready to watch not yet okay it <laughs> it <will laughs> be. Say, man, you are <laughs> a hustler wow will
3: be <laughs> okay
1: that's cool yeah that's very cool and that was i mean that just happened like a f-
3: less week than ago. a week ago yeah wow yeah in general it was a story of duality mm-hmm. life in duality yeah
1: Duh. and uh, any one of you who wants to answer this feel free but when I think of performers, from musicians to uh, painters, even people who, like an architect, in a way as a performer, you're building this, this dream of a thing that will eventually be created and shared with the world. You know, All these things are, um, everybody gets into it for their own reasons. A lot of musicians just want to meet girls. Uh, dancers feel the urge to move and they, they need to express themselves through that movement but uh it, with this specifically because it's not just dancing it's not just acrobatics it's kind of a lot of things involved and there's like I mean, was there a narrator was there an, uh, was there any narration was there someone speaking over this as well no. it was just totally interpretive yeah with music so yeah. so you had a lot of elements artistic elements all in one what is like why why do you do this like why why do you f- gravitate towards this art form? I guess. I mean, is there something specific you, you guys want to say, or is it just fun? You don't think about the message? And whoever wants to answer, feel free. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: For me, this art form is really a powerful way to express ourselves. It's not only theater. Like when you combine all these weird elements that somebody is hanging there, or it's it's really powerful to see that. And when you have a message and a story, and it's it's just make the things very special. And um, if it's only to to create like um, beautiful or so. It's nice to see that, but it's not enough. But when you have something more than just like a pretty or a amazing cool trick, so it's, it's more layers. You create mm-hmm. layer on layer. So that for me, the reason I love to combine circus with theater to express that.
1: That's cool. <laughs>
0: um i, I w- haven't been in the show but um, when I started in a lira I don't I don't know why I mean I think I was just bored and I was looking for something to do with my life uh not only working <laughs> and and I just discovered this and I don't know I just like it, and it's weird because at the beginning it's very hard and it hurts and it's frustrating. Um I don't know. I I think it really got me because I continue and I got very frustrated and I cry and I fall and everything and I decide to continue. I don't know why. I don't know. <laughs> If I need to find the, the reason that why I was doing this to my body, why I was hurting me to myself, uh, I know, I guess it's just because I discovered my passion is the only way that I can mm, justify that, why, why I keep doing this, mm. but yeah. That's good Did enough for me. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> no, I mean that you've challenged yourself to do something you weren't sure you could do. Yeah, and and found and how much you liked. Yeah, and do you, do
0: after f- the after this, I try to challenge in something new like silks, mm-hmm. which is, is still very frustrating to me <laughs> because I find it very like different and lira in the aerial hoop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm yeah, I have to use another muscles and fingers that I don't I don't used to use in in the lira but yeah I'm going to keep going yeah, yeah. definitely
1: <laughs> I mean it is a very beautiful thing to watch like when you watch people dance in silks or in the lira or even just on the floor dancing in these expressive way it's beautiful like ballet is beautiful mm-hmm. but when you think about what it took to get that person to that point where they could express themselves, you know, like uh, the amount of work and the pain and the, the muscle aches and all those mornings you woke up and you didn't want to do it because you hurt, but you did it anyway, that, that makes it even kind of more compelling That makes the story a little bit more interesting. It's that other layer that underneath that beautiful thing there's like a hard working, crying, frustrated <laughs> person who just wants to give you the very best of what they can do. And you're you're an aspiring performer. You've not yet performed and you were saying you want to do your own show first before you join a troupe, which I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, that you wanted to just have it identified with you before you identified with everyone else. That's really Yeah. A cool
0: but thing. I think it's important. To do something for yourself first, and it's that's my personal opinion, mm-hmm. and make something that it makes you feel uh, com- confident, mm-hmm. no, and I don't know, yeah, something that just like your style, yeah, just something for you, so the the music that you like, uh, uh, I don't know the. The, um, how do you say the costume the costume, the costume. that costume. fits your yeah. story uh, yeah. makeup or hairdressing yeah. yeah maybe you can talk about your own production that you more Morgana yeah.
2: yeah talking about <laughs> sharing
3: I have a solo clowning show
1: a clowning show? A
3: clowning show yeah
1: can you explain what that is?
3: Clowning is the art of nonsense and the art of failing, and how all the ridiculous ridiculous moments of our life get in the spotlight. Spotlight, yeah. And uh, it was the whole show was in gibberish. That is very. <laughs> the good language, language of gibberish? Yeah. <laughs> um, it was a story of a grandma. That everything is falling and (laughs) she, she, yeah, it was. (laughs) Like doing anything by yourself, like
2: all the building, everything.
3: Yeah, all the production. You built the whole thing. I had a director work Mm -hmm. with me, but yeah, it was uh, in the international clowning festival in Israel.
1: That's cool. I didn't know there was such a thing.
3: Yeah, there is. There is. Hair
1: hanging. Clowning festivals.
3: Not hair. There's just
1: so many different things to learn in this world. Uh, yeah. Okay. So you did a you did your own production for that. How long was this production?
3: Uh, one hour.
1: One hour. Yeah. How long? God, God if you spent four months working hour. on 20 minutes, you're only like 25. So you spent like your entire life building up. I'm to that 28, one hour. but you're 28. Okay.
3: Yeah, so I'm 29. But um, yeah, for that I work more than six months. Yeah.
1: Wow, yeah. that's really cool. Yeah. So the <laughs> one of my new favorite uh, Spanish words is "tonterías." Like, if you're speaking nonsense, is it "tontería"? Uh. i I love that. So the the language of the clown is the language of nonsense, yeah, gibberish. And so you had clowns acting out this drama. Were you one of the clowns?
3: I was the clown. You were the clown. It was solo show. Solo I was the show. Only. Yeah. Okay. Nobody could recognize me. I was with like big costume, wow. yeah. It was really far from what you see now. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And I, I just, man, I can't, yeah, really, I'm <laughs> trying to picture you now as a clown telling the story of a grandmother yeah. <laughs> failing in the language of gibberish. This is, we're gonna have to put up links. Tell me there's a video to this. There that is, we, okay, I can sh- show you pictures
3: can, or <laughs> some things, yeah.
0: This podcast is getting
1: harder by the minute. Uh, <laughs> Right. So, and that was in Israel at the International Clowning Festival. Festival. Yeah. Wow. Did you go to? Was that part of circus training school, like clowning specifically, or no?
3: That was my own project. I applied. I sent application, filled up application, and got accepted oh. to to create a solo show and just did it by myself. But that opened the door for me to many other projects like this one.
1: Yeah yeah you just threw your name in the hat like i can do this you're gonna (laughs) like my show and then now you're respected and people recognize that you're a creative person who can do this yeah that's a that is a lesson
3: and that's what flavia gonna do now too. create her own (laughs) create your
1: own show what a cool challenge what an interesting thing to do with your time to to move and and or in your your I mean, you sort of uh, went over your motivation for all this in the beginning in your introduction of yourself, but like, um, you know, gravitating towards this the circus aspect of movement because there's plenty of people who are interested in movement uh, that are not necessarily in the circus. Or um, why specifically the circus with you?
2: It's a good question because I come from the background of acroyoga, yoga, which doesn't necessarily it's not necessarily connected to circus but the acrobatic part of it is was born in the circus. So um I think there's something about this this uh, even even if you don't do it for performance that your art is like born and raised as circus as in performance arts that has something to do with um being on stage of exposing yourself out there. Yeah. And I think we all like um in a way we are we want to hide our feelings when we're out there, and and we're not expressing everything to people that we don't know. And this by by doing something, by doing an act, or even just some tricks that has some extra meaning uh, within them. It's an ex- it's another way to to transfer this maybe some some message, like you said before, or maybe some some hidden uh, yeah. Like what what do you want to convey through this word through yeah. your art? Yeah. Because if, if, if it's not video or music, even if it's just movement, so you've got to find a way to yeah to, to say that message to the. Yeah. world. No?
1: Storytelling is just hard. period. no matter even if you're just like, and this is technically storytelling right now, and it's tough. <laughs> There's so many things I want to ask you and so many different avenues to, to take it. Telling stories through just moving your body or allowing yourself to use the language of gibberish. Mm. Like that's a whole other challenge to get across a story, which I really, I think is very cool to, like you're talking about the layers that you're throwing into these productions of yours, having that as another layer of difficulty that it's hard for me to tell the story, it's gonna be probably very difficult for you to understand the story, but when we meet in the middle, we might really learn something uh whatever messages it is that you're getting across and you learn something about yourself you know as the observer of a thing like that i mean did you get a lot of feedback about the 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 nonsense and the the the, the clowning uh production did people talk to you about how they felt about it did they respond with any kind of feedback for you or
3: um yeah i got many feedbacks mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, about the storytelling, that part is, it's the basic of the thing. So, for me, it's the most important thing to make sure the story is clear and that can, I can really deliver that to the audience. So, when I did the solo show, it was first the story, and on top of that, I built all the clowning things, but, um, but yeah, the story was, was there from the beginning to the end. And even for the performance now, there was a story. It was more abstract, more surrealistic. But, but it was very necessary to, that everybody will be part of the story and understand the story of the performer, that we can share it together, uh, even when it's more like this uh, surrealistic words especially in the circus art it's easy to do it more realistic. nothing is so clear
1: yeah especially when you're the two themes you're talking about are nonsense and
2: dreams yeah <laughs> and
3: when it comes together yeah. but there is still story there is still yes. something very clear and down to earth even when you do that mm-hmm. um, for the artist for the creator it should be very like clear right
1: yeah you've got to have an idea what story you're trying yeah. to tell and then you get to play with the yes the rules Mm-hmm. Wow. I, I know you guys are tired and I know we need to wrap this up. I could honestly talk to you quite a bit more about all this stuff, but I'm, it's inspiring to see the three of you here from two from Israel, one from Argentina via Spain here in Nicaragua, learning about dreams, movement, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> passion, effort, uh, the, 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 that all three of you have come this distance to be here to hone a craft and to learn new things and to really challenge yourself in this way is very cool I mean obviously you guys think it's pretty cool I would, yeah we I would feel blessed that. to do yeah.
3: that and to be here grateful.
1: yeah grateful you look grateful you all seem very um, aware of how cool a thing this is that you're getting to do and that you're I mean you all have you have careers and jobs and things you're doing in addition to this? Or is this it? Like, you you are aspiring to do this at, yeah. as a profession, but you you work another I, job yeah. have a whole other I life. I have
0: another job. <laughs> you have another yeah, life, a, right? I have like, another life, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I'll be back to my real life, sadly, my real life, uh, for the summer. I work, I'm waitressing, and... Mm-hmm. I study tourism, mm-hmm. but I wish that I could discover that I like circus so much when I was 18, right. and and I could study something, I, I could study circus when I was 18, and now 10 years later, because it's so much easier with your physical condition sure, when you're younger, sure. and I mean, I'm, I'm not old, I'm 28, but yeah. I I thought about that a lot of times. Like, I wish when I was 18 years old, uh, I knew I liked circus so much. Yeah. Yeah. That
1: that it's an option. It almost sounds like the sort of thing, like there's a trope, a joke about like, well, if all else fails, I'll join the circus. Have you ever heard anybody say something like that? Yeah. You know, but in reality, to join the circus, that's a conscious decision that's not like, I don't know, it's a very hard thing.
2: Yeah, I believe it's like everything in life. I mean, like you said, it's a conscious decision, and, uh, and th- like balance is the name of the game still. So mm-hmm. like, in the past 10 years, I've been programming, I've been trying to make my living out of music, as a musician as well, and, and lately in the last like few years, I'm trying to make my living out of movement. And teaching handstands and making a handstand online course and like and like motivating people to move and to do a yoga. So I think, like what you said, it's like this consciousness, this conscious decision making uh, has a lot to do with whether you feel that you're connected with what is your what are you passionate about, but still, how do you keep this balance with life? So I'm trying to shift this more now into this cause i believe if, if we will all be more connected to what we really love to do and passionate about of course it cannot be 100% but if it's like if we're getting closer to that so the world can become you know just starting from happier and then maybe better as well
1: <laughs> i like that you put a question mark Sustainable. Maybe, <laughs> better. <laughs> maybe better maybe <laughs> better who knows
3: about job
1: yeah i mean is this do you have is this your this is so your life this is and work.
3: my main thing, I jump from one project to another Mm -hmm. but on the rest of the time I'm teaching workshops uh, of aerial uh, yoga um, theater clowning, physical theater um, and in general the art of performance Mm -hmm. Um, and I do my performances that back in Israel, so different it's changing all the time, so it's hard to be in the word of multi-tasking.
1: Yeah. yeah, this is some serious multitasking I mean yeah, to so. uh, when it all comes down to it, I mean, you know, there's following your dreams, and then at some point, like yeah, like I've had forty entirely different jobs <laughs> I've waited lots of tables, I've poured a lot of drinks. I've done a lot of things just to to help me get to a point where the bills are paid and I can do the things Mm -hmm. that I'm interested in. And uh, eventually, a a friend of mine said, was a wonderful photographer, he said, if if you're good at something and you love it, eventually money will come your way. Some money will come your way. And I I feel like that is largely true. Mm -hmm. It's not always true, but... If 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 you're really, you know, focused on that being, the thing that's going to make your bills go away and give you joy, you know, and you're focused on the the joy aspect of it, and the fact that you, are um, you guys are just willing to try this, that you didn't know at 18 that circus, and acrobatics and these things was an option for you, and yet here you are now at 28, and you're like, oh, well, that's an option, I'll do that. That's, that's inspiring. The fact that you care about movement for the reasons that you described earlier is, I mean, yeah, of course we all want the world to be a better place and we wish people were happier. You're doing your bit, like you're throwing, you know, you're throwing yourself literally (laughs) uh, 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 inverted into that problem uh, to help people move and hopefully be a better person. And you have this gift of storytelling and and self-expression that's um, and uh, clearly organizing and keeping herding cats. I can't imagine 21 entirely different performers who mm-hmm. did they each have a minute, yeah? Wow, that's crazy, that's together, not easy, it was right? <laughs> <So>.
0: Together, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right.
1: that's amazing. But yeah, just the, the fact that the three of you are all, uh, very different, but all have the same sort of energetic um thrust, whatever. I was trying to think of a cool movement word other than thrust, but I couldn't. But the the fact that you're three so different yet so similar in all this is very inspiring. So thank you for sharing your story. Uh, we'll put up links.
2: Thank you. Yeah, no
1: problem. Uh, I'll put up links to uh, your social media feeds, all these videos of these crazy things, uh, and anything you want to share and want people to, to be aware of. But is there... Um, before we sign off, is, does anybody have a message, something they want to say to the world? Could be anything. You want to tell your boss back in Spain, whatever. I mean, anything. Anything you want to say. This is your moment to say anything.
2: Well, my, my message would just be move. I mean, look at the like the place around you. Look at with your daily life. Look at how long you sit, with how long you stand, and just take your moving out of your gym or of your training center and bring it into day-to-day life and see how your life changes within really like days and weeks how your body feels uh, well
0: mine and when we were in the residency we made an exercise um, but with a couple uh, we asked each other what make us feel alive and to me maybe it's weird but which make me feel alive most of the time is a fear fear to do something um, when I am doing it even when I if I am scared or I feel the fear I feel alive so to me this is very important just to do whatever you want to do even if you are afraid to do it because this is what it makes you feel very life and i don't know i think it's that just happened to me with the acrobatic at the beginning i was i didn't feel confident and yeah i wasn't fit it was frustrating and, but i tried anyway and and i, I say it's possible
1: <laughs> final message
3: Yeah, to push our boundaries, I agree, with Flavi. Um, what I want to say, a reminder that we can create our reality. And for artists, if you want to go out there and perform and deliver your art and your message, don't wait to anyone to take you. Just go and do go and create. Uh, create your own pieces your own act and the magic when y- you do one step forward the world doing a step back to you and that's how it worked for me and that's how i go to this project and i want to share that <laughs>
1: It's a beautiful message. I'm going to tell you, I am a little disappointed that you didn't deliver your final message in the language of gibberish. Uh, but that's fine.
3: It's fine. <laughs> Perfect.